you're tuned into Inside Lowell. Inside Lowell podcast brought to you in part by Washington Savings Bank, serving the greater Lowell community for over 130 years. Make the switch now to Washington Savings Bank. Unicare, offering a variety of plans for people insured under the GIC. At Unicare, your health is their top priority. Boston North Company, offering a wide variety of business solutions to help restaurant and retail clients save money. Boston North. Mahoney Oil Company, providing warmth and protection to families in Greater Lowell and Southern New Hampshire since 1925. That's Mahoney Oil. Francis E. Preventure Insurance, for auto, home, business, and life, trust the agency Greater Lowell has counted on for more than 40 years. Francis E. Preventure Insurance. GoPuff. A grocery store right at your fingertips. Use the code LOWELL20 to receive $20 off your first order of $21, plus free delivery. Download the GoPuff app or visit GoPuff.com today. And by the Massachusetts Pirates, bringing all the hard-hitting action and excitement of arena football to the Songa Center in Lowell. Get your tickets today by visiting MassPiratesFootball.com. And now... Time for another Inside Lowell podcast. Inside Lowell. If Lowell is your home, this is your place. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to another Inside Lowell podcast. I'm your host, Teddy Panos, coming to you from the WellPoint Studios here in beautiful, historic downtown Lowell. Unicare is now WellPoint. New name, same commitment to your whole health, and we are certainly glad to be here in the WellPoint Studios and excited to welcome our guest for this podcast. Uh, she is a candidate, one of the three candidates already declared for registry of deeds in uh, Middlesex North, or is it North Middlesex? I always get confused Middlesex which order North. it's in. In, in Middlesex North. Uh, she's actually her second run for this office, so we're going to talk a little bit about why she's seeking that office again and give, her, give you a little bit about her background. So it's my pleasure to welcome Karen Casella into our WellPoint studios here. Hi, Karen. How are you? I'm well. Thank you, Teddy, for having me. It's great to have you here. This is the second time we've actually done an interview about your candidacy because you actually ran for the office in uh, 2018, correct? I did. I did. How how did that experience, how do you feel like that experience has set you up this time? And is there there, uh, something you're going to do differently this time around based on what you learned in 2018? Um, no, I'm doing everything pretty much the same. The only difference is I did change my political um, stance. So I am now running as a Democrat. I am yeah. not, um, I ran as an independent. You were, yeah, you were unenrolled independent in right. 2018. And when I you... didn't, I found that more difficult to run a race. And where I decided I'm going to either pick Republican or Democrat. I went with Democrat. I'm a union employee. I've worked for the state for 30 years. Mm-hmm. My husband's a police officer, son's a police officer, and our family is big into the community. And I thought I should pick the Democrat to mm-hmm. run as. And you kind of felt like a, a, being in a, well, we'll call it a political job, even though it's a job like all the others, you, you probably best to stay independent slash unenrolled rather than making a commitment to one party or the other. Is that from, is that a fair assessment for, for why you were independent leading yes. up to this point? Yep. 
Absolutely. Okay, and you've told us you've uh, you've worked in the office thirty one years now. Thirty one years. I'll be there thirty two <laughs> in May. All right. So the first question I always ask uh, our guests, especially those running for office, is who are you and why are you running for this seat? So uh, what uh, what has inspired you to to seek this this office, and what in your background kind of has set you up for this position? So I decided to run because I've been in the office for 31 years. I've been in all the departments. Um, I've sat there and listened to all the customers come in, attorneys wanting, you know, to record things they can't go on record, things, just little mistakes that are made on documents that come from the towns, uh, maybe the banks. And I want to be that person that can help them. I want to, I'm into trying to help everyone make things smooth, a nice transition when they have to come into the office. Mm -hmm. So my thought was um, to start running and to try to make those improvements. You know, it's funny, until you challenged your boss at the time, uh, Dick Howe Jr. in 2018, and he's still your boss, by the way, but now he's retiring uh, at the end of this term. But I feel like I certainly didn't know what the hell the Register of Deeds does, and I got the feeling a lot of other people didn't know either, right? Dick won that seat in the 1994 election and pretty much ran unopposed, I think, every exactly. time yeah. after that. But not, now I sense, now that the seat is quote-unquote open and that there's three of you declared for now and probably, I'd guess, another one or two coming at some point, there is an interest in that. So uh, tell for our viewers out there watching this podcast or listening to it on one of our audio channels, what does the Register of Deeds do on a day-to-day basis? So the registry is actually, it's like a library of real estate records. We hold all the documents we do. We record your deeds, your mortgages, your homesteads, discharges. If you were to do an addition, you're going to have the variance of permit recorded with us. And we have guidelines with every single document that comes in. So you're not typically going to walk in and say, here, record this. We have to look at it, make sure it meets all the Middle, the indexing standards. If it does, then it goes to record. Mm-hmm. So does the does the actual register of deeds do that stuff, or is it something that the, the staff does, something that you've done through your time um, at the office? So Dick does do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can do it if you know how to do it. Yeah. That's the problem. So I would do it, absolutely, if needed. We only have 10 employees. When I first started back in 92, we had 36 employees. So we're down to 10. So we need everybody we can when in that office. So so it's interesting to me. I went back and I looked at that field in 1994, and there were a a number of attorneys I recognized. There were some people with uh, more political backgrounds. Uh, I think there might have been a realtor or two in that race as well. I'm looking at this field now, and it's you and it's former Lowell Mayor uh, Sokari Chow, who I think has some kind of a real estate background, and it's Joe Reddy from Chelmsford, who has a uh, real estate background. Um, what's the, in your mind, because you've been in that office for 31 years, what's the best preparation for this job? What kind of a background pr- could prepare somebody to uh, the best to step in on day one and run that office? Right. Well, I would say the best would be to have some knowledge of these legal documents, um, which I can say a real estate agent wouldn't have, nor would anyone in the mortgage business. They deal with mortgages, but they don't deal with 
the guidelines, what we require to record, what we're looking at when we look at the documents. So I feel like having the, ex the experience, 31 years I've been doing it, that I would be the perfect candidate for the job. What did you do before you uh, started working for the registry? I worked um, for Care Ambulance. I was in their business department, which is has been long gone. Um, I actually work part-time still to this day for El Fresca Restaurante in Tuxbury. I'm a server up two days a week. So the, your job doesn't pay you enough to be able to just go, go home at five o'clock when the office closes, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> but I do. I enjoy every minute of my second job. I really do. I love talking to people. I meet so many great people out there. So I'm, that I enjoy. So I continue to do it. All right. So uh, there's been kind of a, since Dick announced his retirement, even before then, there was kind of universal praise for him modernizing that office, getting everything on record and computerized. Um, what what changes, however, uh, are, are required and maybe not changes, but what other additional things can be done to make that office more friendly to somebody like me who has no idea? You know, a lawyer might have some background, a realtor might have some background, as we discussed. But an average schmo like me would have no idea what I'm doing if I walked into your office. What what changes could you make? What additions could you make? And I guess I'm kind of asking you, what's your vision for right. how that office would grow if you were successful in your election bid? So what I would do, first of all, we have the computers have been off since COVID. So the public doesn't have the public computers anymore to come in and do searches. We used to do a lot of... Um, just helping a customer, they want to look at their deed. Um, they want to do some genealogy research. We don't have that option right now since COVID. We just haven't turned the computers on. Those are going to go full on. And I invite customers to come in. I want to help them. And people that use our internet, it's hard. That internet program, it's difficult to use. If you try to pull up a document on your iPhone, forget it. Yeah, so I, I actually had this discussion with somebody um, that I've tried to look certain things up. I can't find it, and I don't know if the the website doesn't seem overly helpful to me, or I don't know if I'm just an idiot and I can't find it. Well, no, it's it, so. not the easiest website okay. to use. So you're t you're, you can you're probably making find me feel it better. on your computer, but to search on your phone forget it and a lot of people do use their phone sure. as their computer so um but those would be on i would turn those on can i, I ask why the computers haven't been on since COVID? i mean i get i'm assuming COVID. we only have 10 employees so if we were inundated with customers and people looking to learn how to use the computer do searches then Where's our staff going to go that's trying to record the documents? Because we do a lot of e-recording. You might not see people in the office, but we have we do e-recording now. Mm -hmm. So it's, we're busy. Okay. So uh, change one, those computers those go back on. on. How uh, Will you need to bring in additional staff or would um, you kind possibly. of have to reassign people? Yeah, we would have to see how things go, but mm -hmm. I would definitely want to. I think we would need a few more people in there. Um, I actually, we used to have a satellite office for Middlesex Health. This was years ago. Um, it worked out perfect. The attorneys loved it. Customers that lived in Townsend or Ayer or Littleton, they could actually drive to us to record their discharge and not drive to Cambridge. Who wants to go to Cambridge? Right. So, and I know they can send it by mail, but you know, 
They just paid their mortgage. They want to get that back. They don't want it to be lost in the mail. Um, so I would love to open that up again so we can revisit opening up the South Satellite office. And maybe it would be one day a week. Maybe it would be mm -hmm. just a few days a week. Not every day, but it's something I want to definitely look into. Is the office busier today than it was when you first started or, no. or because of the computer age of it's able I, to do things you're able to do things remotely well they do it remotely so it isn't as busy for sure mm -hmm. yeah we're definitely well interest rates are high things are slow right now sure. slower than they were okay but um and, and yeah oh, i'm sorry go ahead. no no we definitely that's how, that's why introducing that satellite office again could be an option and i do feel that in this day and age you can go to the registry of motor vehicles right and you can register your car in any any registry you make your appointment it can be you can live in a different town you don't have to be in lowell to use that registry or chemsford you can go somewhere else why can't we click on a you know an icon that says essex south essex north and do that recording and i mean eventually i'm sure that will happen in the future but just having that satellite where it's Middlesex, North and South, I do think that is something that people would love, and especially the attorneys. Nobody wants to go to Cambridge. Yeah, definitely. You don't <laughs> want to fight that traffic if you don't have to. When we uh, first discussed uh, your campaign, we, we were having a conversation. I asked, hey, you going to run again? And you said, yeah, I am. So we we did a, a story on it. And one of the things you talked about was accessibility to the office. Are the computers a, a part of it? You also talked about the hours being challenging for people who work, you know, nine to five jobs or eight to four, but still have to commute. And you, you kind of had this vision of perhaps making weekend hours. Uh, well, we wouldn't be available. able to, I would rather, I would have loved to do maybe a night or two, you know, like, so like City Hall, they're mm -hmm. open on Tuesdays till eight. That would be something we could do. But the unfortunate part is because we're in a courthouse, now we have to staff security. And I don't think they would do that. Right. So, you, so unfortunately- You've looked into that and it, right. it wouldn't fly right yeah, I don't believe it will fly. <laughs> but I do, I would love to do seminars in different towns, the senior centers, you know, talking to people that have questions about homesteads, their property, or estate planning, and maybe having attorneys that are interested in volunteering some time, we go out together and we talk to them and we, if they wanted to do a homestead, I'll, I'm a notary, we'll bring our, my stuff and we'll have them fill out forms. I just think bringing it to the people, maybe they have a discharge they want to leave with me, or we can do some type of, in every town, a, a drop-off box. I can talk to the clerk Say, hey, can we leave a drop-off box for the registry? She's going to come in and leave her discharge with a check, and I'm going to have a, an employee come over and pick those up once a week on Fridays. Or, but something to help the people. Our office being in this new building is just not accessible for these people. So, so how, how complex is the job and i talked earlier about you know what types of backgrounds have been serving in the seat or have have run for that seat but it, right. it strikes me you're kind of unique in that you've actually been in that office and you're very familiar with it right. uh, over your your 30 years um how, how complex is the job very complex you have to really understand 
the documents. So for, so we have two different um, types of land, recorded land, registered land. So on recorded land, they look for certain things, uh, lot, plan book, book and page, make sure that there's a grantee address, grantor, property address on the side of documents. But they just input the information. We are registered land, which is the office I work in. We literally have to certify title every time we are recording a set of documents. So um, every single day, yesterday, for example, we have a property that's in trust. There's a trust. It always needs this trustee certificate. It's a um, MGL 184.35. You have to have that to prove that there is a trust in existence. So you have to check to make sure the trustees are still alive. They're both signing. If they both aren't, is there a death certificate on file? It's very complex. Uh, make sure the notary, your acknowledgement is to, you know, to our standards. We just had a big meeting with land court. So we've been denying a lot of documents based on just the acknowledgement being incorrect. You can't send a discharge from California and expect us to use your acknowledgement when the property's in Massachusetts. So we only will take Massachusetts acknowledgements. But needless to say, that set that I was talking about yesterday, they had two parcels that they subdivided and made it into one lot. So he, the attorney came in and he, re, he had two parcels. Now he's recording it with the old description. The meets and bounds are describing the old property. Well, your seller, they went to land court, they created a new plan, and now they're lot 28, not seven and 27. I can't take your documents. So he, he actually overnighted them today with the right information. But those are things you really have to understand what we're doing, what this property looks like. You can't just take the documents because they're signed notarized by an attorney. I apologize for the, uh, That's okay. <laughs> excuse me, for the coughing fit, but <laughs> it sounds like the average person wouldn't really understand what was going on until something went wrong and it, it could hold up you know, some work you want to do or a sale of a house. Exactly. Or whatever, right? So that's what happens. If something, if I took that document and he, he would have to call, let him know he's going to have to go to land court. Now he has to get an S petition through the court to change the, the deed back to lot 28 with the new meets and bounds. So what a lot of us don't understand what goes on. You're kind of saying there's a lot of Work. Absolutely. Yeah. It's done. <laughs> All right. Um, if folks want to learn more about your candidacy, the issues you're focusing on, uh, how do they do so? So they can reach out. Um, my website will be up and running hopefully this weekend. Um, if not, just keep trying to plug along. It's uh, electcarencasella.com. It should be up. He told me Monday the latest. Okay. I am also having a party. Um, February 24th at Long Meadow at 3 o'clock. I invite everyone to come on in, you know, ask me any questions. I'm willing to talk to anybody. If you're questioning anything, my knowledge, my experience, please don't hesitate to call. My phone number is on the website. My email 
I'm willing to meet you for coffee, whatever it is. <laughs> how, how do you run for an office? So you're, you're from Lowell, and uh, as is uh, one of your opponents, the other one's from Chelmsford, but it's a pretty wide wide district, right? Thankfully, you don't have to worry about Cambridge, but it is, <laughs> it, it's a lot of campaigning to do. How, how do you plan on kind of getting out and about and meeting people in other communities? Well, what I'm going to do, I actually, um, I have a lot of friends and I know a lot of attorneys from different areas. So we're going to meet up and we're going to have our little strategy. Um, I, I work at Alfresca, like I said, I meet people all the time and I'm sure a lot of people. I've come in there and talked to you. Right? And, I'm and a lot of people will say to me, I know you from somewhere. And I, I know it's when I always say, well, I ran for the register of deeds before. So come on into Alfresca. I'll wait on you. <laughs> Sounds right? good. And one more time, that website, when you get it up and running, is? ElectKarenCasella.com. All right. Karen Casella, candidate for Middlesex North Registry of Deeds. Yes. Thank you for joining us here in the WellPoint Studios. All right. Thank you, Teddy. I appreciate you having me. Thank you. And thank all of you for joining us as well. I'll try to clear my throat now and tell you until next time, stay safe, everybody.